You're listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax, rejuvenate, and find their inner zen. Here's your host, Sandy D. Hello and welcome to our show. Today I'm going to talk about personal development and creative expression. So I just completed this really fantastic four-week course that my friend Tony Black, she was also on our show uh, several episodes ago, um, the course was Your Son and Your Hero's Journey. And so it was, I don't know how to even describe it, but it was mixing, it's like personal development mixed with astrology. And the framework for this course was Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey. So that's like back from like, you know, 1949. And, um, you know, the three stages of the hero's journey, which are further redefined by Christopher Vogler in 2007. And so the three phases are departure, initiation, and return, and further defined, and I'm going to simplify it, I'm not going to give you every little subcategory, but like in departure, for example, you have the hero's call to adventure, um, refusal of the call, meeting with their mentor, and then in like phase uh, two, uh, which is, you know, titled initi- initiation, you've got like that they're being tested or there's, you know, their allies, their enemies, they're kind of sorting things out, figuring out who's who, and then whatever ordeal there is. In the third phase, it's the return. So it's the road back. And, you know, the hero comes back with the elixir. And Tony tells us how the elixir is really symbolic of your full potential. So, you know, I've highly simplified this, but, um, and this is often actually also used, um, to describe like, um, whenever you're like, for example, like authors might use this sort of formula if they're writing a book. Um, and I won't go into details about that, but it's just something to keep in mind. The return with the elixir. Uh, I just want to talk a little bit more about that, though. It's the final stage of the hero's journey. And it's like when the hero comes back to their community and they are a force of like change. So they might bring about like some kind of healing and like a wholeness to society and the healing or the through the elixir. It could be, you know, physical, spiritual, might be both. So anyway, like I was saying, Tony uses the hero's journey as the framework for guiding us through our sun signs. And she incorporated all these really cool creative and like movement practices um, in the final workshop, which we just had the other night. We did this creative practice as a group. I really have to confess, I resisted the idea like with a passion at first because creative expression is something that is very private to me. I am not good with, I don't know, it's like a pressure of trying to create when someone else is watching me. Like, for example, I do love to paint. And if I'm downstairs in the workshop or atelier, as we would say in French, if someone like creeps up on me or just comes in, they, you know, something that they creep up intentionally, but it feels like they are to me because I'm so engrossed in what I'm doing and interrupts me. It really kind of takes me aback because I don't like being interrupted. I don't like being watched when I'm creating. It's it's something just very personal, very private. So as I'm saying, you know, I had great resistance to the thought of doing it's sort of like a communal <laughs> workshop where we're gonna, you know, 
she said, gather any art supplies you want in preparation for the last, um, for the last, uh, workshop session. So because I didn't really even want to do it, I thought, oh, I'll just like turn my camera off. I won't do anything. And I'll just kind of sit this out. But so, you know, I didn't even gather the supplies. I didn't prepare anything. But when it was time to start, I decided, you know what, I'll be a good sport. <laughs> I'll participate. So I went digging down. I went, you know, turned my camera off for a second, left and went down to the atelier or the, the workshop where I paint. Found a couple of paint colors. I didn't even bring like all of the colors up. I took some glossy photo paper. I didn't want to deal with the canvas because, you know, I've been taking the workshop from my dining room and I didn't really want to get the table all messed up. <laughs> um, and I put a few, you know, took a few paintbrushes, not all of them, but some, and uh, acrylic thinning agent just to have a little bit of fun. You know, I really truly tried following along with the group prompts um, that Tony was giving. But for me, like I said, creating is something that's so personal and so private. I, at least at the beginning, I had to tune that out in order to create. I just had to do it. So I started a painting that it didn't really resonate very much with me, but it was an interesting one. It represented a woman who was escaping some kind of demon of sorts. So maybe it was some phase of the hero's journey. I don't know where she's escaping something after her. Um, it wasn't me. <laughs> maybe it was. But um, then after that, you know, I got that painting out of my system. Um, and when I say out of my system, I mean like got, you know, the, the feeling of resistance to the creative exercise. Got that out of my system through that painting. Quickly, I entered a state of flow, and after that first painting, I actually churned out like four more paintings. Three of them were on that glossy uh, photo paper, and then one of them, I actually said, you know what, let me try something different, and I was really getting into like creative flow, and I found a New Yorker magazine cover. It had like the Empire State Building on there. I said, let me use this. <laughs> so... Anyway, for the second uh, painting that I did, and I'm not going to go into each and every one of these, but for the second one that I did, I used a small spatula. It's like a small spatula you can use in painting, and it's usually used when you want to have like a bunch of different colors. I, I can't describe it. I have to like do a video somewhere for to show, but um, and I use that often. I use it with like texturing. Um, I don't know what you call it, like a texturing material or something to give it the, the painting more texture. But this time I decided, no, I'm just using paint, but I still use that spatula. I did like a quick um, downward stroke. And at that point, when I was working on that part of the painting, I overheard the prompts where Tony was asking, you know, who our mentors in life were. And, you know, I took a, I took like a pause, I actually stopped and I started writing some names on like my journal and they included several of my really great bosses, especially, especially from my time working at the Bureau of National Affairs when it was still called BNA. Um, also a close friend of mine in college who kind of took me under her wing. We were in Japanese class together. Um, my mom, of course, <laughs> you know, she's my mom, but she's also been a mentor. And I just, you know, after that, I just kind of stared at, um, I stared at the paper. When I say paper, like the photo paper where I was painting. Immediately, I thought about Professor Singh. Professor Singh 
was one of my linguistics professors at l'université de Montréal when I was doing my undergraduate in linguistics. My um, minor was East Asian studies. The best lesson that he imparted to our class was how to engage our critical thinking skills and just kind of turn things upside down. You know, he taught us, you know, to not take everything at face value, like question what it is you're reading. So, you know, like just because it's an academic paper doesn't mean you have to agree with everything. Like dig deeper and see, you know, how else can you think about it? You know, this also kind of reminds me of um, something a later mentor, like in my publishing life, um, who used to say to us, consider the source. So, yeah, so um, after I was reflecting on this, I turned the piece of paper upside down where I had, you know, that downward stroke uh, of paint. And I saw that I had drawn a woman's body and all I needed to do was like add like her head, like put on, you know, that kind of oval thing and like draw a head on there with paint. So voila, I created a woman who was taking flight, freeing herself from something in a liberating way, not fleeing. So freeing, but not fleeing, likely freeing from herself. Yeah, you know, on second thought, she represents some of the transformation that I've undergone personally in the past several months. Anyway, I am going to take a short break, and when I return, I'll tell you more about what I learned about myself during this creative workshop. Step into your inner zen and relax, refresh, and rejuvenate. The Find Your Inner Zen digital bundle will uplift you and brighten your day with 31 inspiring quotes, positive affirmations, and a place for you to reflect on your daily zen. Grab yours today at allthingsrelaxstudios.com. So where was I? Oh, yeah. As I mentioned, I turned out a total of five paintings in this workshop. And the workshop was maybe, you know, a total of two hours long. And it wasn't just, you know, it was, you know, not just painting time. But um, I'm not going to bore you with a detailed description of each painting, but there is another one I do want to tell you about. So another painting that I made was of a person, and I didn't realize it when I was doing it, but of a person stepping forward as if they were emerging from somewhere. It, not necessarily like stepping through a door, but it could be stepping out of some structure. I don't know how to describe it, but it looks, it could be like an arch. It could be a door. It could be from somewhere. I don't know. I didn't realize that that's what I was painting until after it was done. At the end of the workshop, Tony asked us, you know, to reflect on what was the message from our sun sign, my sun sign's Virgo, as I've shared before, with respect to our individual hero's journey. I realized, you know, the message for me coming from this particular painting was that I needed to own my spark, so to speak, step forward serve and be a leader that I needed to speak up and not let being an introvert hold me back any longer. I have to say I have come a long way since I started this podcast back in August. But you know, I recognize I still have a lot more work to do. And especially with respect to visibility, and you know, being more present in my Facebook and Instagram communities, notably like showing up to do more live video. I'm getting better at it. But I still have some resistance around that. I've recently jumped aboard 
the clubhouse train, so to speak. Despite my initial dislike, I have really come to enjoy being able to connect with people from around the world in the two clubhouses that we have. Um, So we've got one that's for podcasters or for people who want to start a podcast, and that's All Things Podcasting. And we also have one, All Things Relax um, Clubhouse as well. The All Things Relax Podcasting Club um, that I co-moderate with my partner and producer, G., and then the there's also the All Things Relax Clubhouse, which I literally just started this week. And All Things Relax Clubhouse, um, in the first room that I co-moderated, was with my friend Jen Balcom, who's a spiritual and thyroid wellness coach. Honestly, she's a warrior. She is such a badass with healing herself um, and sharing her healing journey so that others um, can heal themselves too. But... Uh, Jen and I had a really great discussion about the throat chakra with several other women who joined in uh, in the room, and it was such an enriching experience and a privilege to learn more about what can be done to heal the throat chakra. I won't go into too much detail because we do also talk about this with Jen in a previous um, uh, podcast interview. So if you you know are interested more about the throat chakra, definitely feel free to search back and find the episode where I interviewed Jen Balcom. But um, one modality that Jen mentioned um, for healing the throat chakra is color therapy. So the color apparently associated with the throat chakra is turquoise or teal. And you know, the funny thing is, it is apparently one of Jen's favorite colors too. And I find it's, it's gorgeous. I love it. Um, but the funny thing is, after our clubhouse session, when I went upstairs into the office and also where we have our studio, where I'm recording from right now, guess what was hanging on the wall? So, huh, my producer and partner, G, he put up the other copy of our 2021 vision board, and it was the version that's got the teal-colored frame. And there's no way he could have known that we were just talking about teal or turquoise because he was, like, on another floor of the house. And, you know, he wasn't listening and he wasn't in the clubhouse club because it's just, you know, women in that in that clubhouse um, room. Anyway, it was kind of funny. So, like, literally, if I turn my head right now, I can look at the vision board. And um, <laughs> at the top of it is, you know, the Colorado Rocky Mountains. So, can't wait because we are going later on in the spring to go visit Colorado. Anyway, back to Tony's Heroes Journey workshop. Another prompt that she gave us was to either write down or we could draw or paint it um, a few words that mean something important to us. And she said it could also be you know, just like symbols. So the words that I came up with were ignite, which also happens to be like my word of the year. <laughs> It's on my vision board. Story, confidence, stepping into me, and stepping out front. So my homework for those of you who are listening is when you have time, you know, for a quiet moment, sit down and come up with a list of words and or symbols that mean something important to you. So, you know, you can like maybe journal on this or something. But go beyond just like the word of the year, or I recently learned that some people actually do like a word of the month. I I admire those who can do that, but I don't think I would have the attention span to come up with a different word every month. But if you're able to do that, all the more power to you. 
I'm curious to know what words would you use to sum up what is currently important to you and especially regarding your personal development at this stage of life in your life. It's really been great um, catching up with you all. And right now it's time for me to actually go take a dinner break. But before I go, I just want to say that G and I have been working on an exciting creative audio project that we're going to be sharing with the All Things Relax community in the upcoming weeks. It is so amazing. I am like bursting at the seams with excitement. I want to tell you more about it, but I don't want to ruin the surprise. So please stay tuned to learn more about it. You know, as soon as it's ready, we'll be, you know, telling you more about it. But I wish I could tell you now, but you're just going to have to wait. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your support from all corners of the globe. We have people listening everywhere. And I just want to let you know that I truly do appreciate your support. It means so much to me. Uh, when we see like all these different countries, all these different cities where people are tuning in from. Um, so thank you again. Ciao. You have been listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax, rejuvenate, and find their inner zen. We invite you to leave a comment and review our podcast. Check out our blog at allthingsrelax.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at all things relax. Until next time.